Preston, Preston, near post City. It's in. And again, Warren Spink has a hand in it. Andrew Zinni scores the goal. Not only are the fans winning on the terraces, the team are winning on the pitch. Two goals in two minutes. 2-1 up, Preston Macedonia, and we've got an invasion on. Tomeski to try the spectacular. It's brilliant. Is it over the line? Yes. What a goal from Alex Tomeski. It's the winner. What a great goal by Kukuleski. The crowd has gone wild, ladies and gentlemen. The Preston Lions are the Premiership champions. Speak. He's in the box, back for Cole, Cole square, here's a chance for Smith, Smith, yes it's there, Spink, Cole, Smith, Smith doing the damage, 1-0. Good evening ladies and gentlemen, once again on a Thursday night and welcome to the Lions Den, the official Preston Lions club show coming to you live from the Genesteel Stadium Pavilion. As always, I'm Josh Parrish. I've got a great lineup of guests joining me tonight. We're going to chat to Chris Sturjovsky, past player and club legend, is going to be joining us. We're also going to hear from the juniors coordinator, Gordana Kolevsky. But first, we've got a member of the women's team who will be in action tomorrow night here at Janice Steel Stadium, BT Connor Reserve. 6.30 p.m. for the Resis, 8.30 p.m. kickoff for the seniors against Eltham Redbacks. Under the Friday night lights, Taylor Halabi, welcome. And are you excited for your first Friday night home game? Oh, I can't wait for Friday night. It's our first first home game tomorrow on on under the lights, and yeah, we can't wait to get out there. It's just a bit different playing it it's, under yeah. the lights, isn't it? I mean, you had your first home game on Sunday and a Sunday afternoon kickoff, but this is it's just feels different. Yeah, right? yeah. I was actually speaking about it today. Just for Friday night games, I don't know. They just it's just the atmosphere, everything about it. You just mm. you play better. It's the crowd's better. I don't know. It's it's a great feeling out there on a Friday night. Yeah, absolutely. And you got this brand new facility. Uh, I was speaking to Di the other day about you know what it means to have a home. But you, you know you've been here a while. You've seen how the club has changed and improved in the in the time that you've you've been at the club. Yeah. So we used to be squashed in little shoebox change rooms. <laughs> so now having these brand new facilities, it's great. Um, I mean, you came to the club in 2016, is that correct? Yes. So give us the, the full rundown of, of what it was like then versus walking into those those pristine changing rooms these days and just the, the feeling of that. Yeah, it's just a massive difference. Um, back in the day, we 2016, I don't know, there, was, there wasn't many – Many teams here. There wasn't many girls, and just mm. to see like every everyone come up and the brand like the brand new faces just each year showing up. Yeah, it's it's great to have um, new faces around, and yeah, the improvements in in standard of the, yeah, the women's team. The I guess professionalism of the whole operation has changed quite a bit. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just it's more competitive now, and yeah, you you really have to fight for your spot. Well, you started on the weekend against Melbourne Knights at right back. It was yeah. a tough game, that one. Uh, yeah, that was very tough. Um, I don't think we displayed um, 
displayed our game as as well as we could have. Mm. Um, we copped a, girl, a goal early, and I guess they just practically parked the bus from from then, <laughs> and we had to find a way through to score an equaliser, which we didn't get until very late in the the second half. But yeah, we we really needed to push through, and I think the effort from all the girls was outstanding. Just just to try and find that equaliser, and then again after they scored their second goal, we had to fight to get another equaliser at Tool. And I think we scored in the 94th minute. Yep. And yeah, it was practically the last kick of the game. And I guess we were just lucky enough, if you want to say, to get the draw. See, that's not the way I saw it. Oh, that's maybe the way it feels for you that's, guys. That's yeah. I guess that's how. It f- definitely for me, that's mm. how it feels. But. I guess because I know what we're capable of mm. and Sunday we just didn't show that and we we know where we want to finish at the end of the at the end of the year we know where we where we hold our standards and I guess Sunday wasn't at our best and yeah I, I think you're being extraordinarily harsh on yourself <laughs> and the team because from where I was in the commentary box, especially in the second half, it looked like you wholly dominated that game. We, yeah. Had a ridiculous amount of opportunities to win it and the ball just wouldn't go in. Hit the post three, four times. Yeah, I uh, it was quite extraordinary to, I mean, obviously going behind in the game makes it tougher against a team who is the underdog and is going to sit in and put five players in defence and everyone yeah. behind the ball and, and just try and absorb pressure. Honestly, you you guys were tearing them <laughs> apart every time you attacked, and it, it it was just the finishing touch was was lacking. Yeah, I guess I guess if you want to look at it like that, but they did have eight players at one stage mm. in their back line, so it did make it hard for us to play through through the lines and to find that final that final ball, the final finish, if you want to if you want to say. Um, but yeah, I guess we have to come out tomorrow. We're gonna bounce back and find as many goals as possible and we had our tactical session last night which we we worked on how we, mm. we're going to get through teams that are going to sit back and and make us play but yeah we'll, we'll see tomorrow that we will I mean the efforts of the Nike FC Cup midweek on Wednesday like how did it feel out there having participated in that match and you've had so many players, you know, kind of interchanged and rested and, and not starting, you know, Rachel was rested. There was, uh, you know, Miri starting on the bench. Like it was a different team. It was a new look team. Obviously there's great depth in the squad there, so no yeah. excuses, but it must have felt a little heavy legged when you were getting around the 60, 70th minute mark after the 120 minute <laughs> effort against Heidelberg. Yeah, I guess there were a lot of sore and tired bodies out there, but I guess everyone just had to find another gear. And, um, yeah, we just – the pitch out there is massive. So we had to mm. we had to work as a team and, and play feet where we could, um, play behind when we could and just – we had to work together just because we knew – we knew everyone was tired. We knew everyone was fatigued. And resting those players and having key starting players on the bench, we just – we knew we had to, to fight to mm. actually – pull through on Sunday. Well, you got that equaliser eventually. Eventually. When it looked like it wasn't going to happen, it was going to be an incredibly unjust uh, loss. Uh, That must be a moment for the team to come together, I suppose. I know everyone's disappointed that it didn't end in a win, but snatching a a draw that late, 
sometimes in the moment at least feels like a victory. Yeah, I think we all came together as, as soon as Mel put that in the back of the net. Everyone mm. ran straight to her, high fives all around. But And it was good it was Mel as well because she had quite a lot of chances. Yeah. But she actually played really well as the lone striker up against three centre-backs. Yeah. And it was just an off day for her actually with the finishing in, the, in front of goal. But for her to eventually get over that hurdle and score the equaliser in the last minute. Yeah, I think she even hit the post yep. late in the second half as mm -hmm. well. But, yeah. So it wasn't just Kiwa smashing them from nah. all angles and finding the woodwork every time. Every time she took a shot, I think she hit it three times on her own. <laughs> it, it is like I've heard about it all season. This is my first time watching you guys in person and not, you know, on the highlight footage. And, you know, everyone's been going on about Kiwa this, Kiwa that. It is actually crazy <laughs> watching her yeah. uh, watching her beat two players every single time she gets the ball. Two players and then three players and then sometimes <laughs> even four. <laughs> exactly. Like, um, it, it, it's, I think, just a matter of, I guess, maximising her and her individual ability and, and finding that end product because, yeah. you know, it's easy when you've got a player like that to just say, Kiwa, go win it for us. Which, yeah, which she does. She <laughs> does a lot of the time. But, you know, you, you've you got to incorporate them into the team as well and give them the best passing options when they get into that, that attacking position. Yeah, exactly. So she, she'll basically pick up the ball from halfway and then dribble all, all the way through. And I think we need to um, adapt to the way she plays. We mm. need to know when to make a run. We need to know when to let her drive into the box but yeah it's great to have her in the team and I, I don't think you would want to be defending her so we're yeah. happy to have her on our side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you wouldn't be want to be marking her. No definitely not. So you're playing fullback this season. Uh, I heard Dave giving it to you earlier about not getting far, far enough forward. Yes. You do like to attack. You have played as a winger before as well. Yeah. So are we going to see some overlapping runs tomorrow night? Um, hopefully. I'm Definitely, actually, after Dave just <laughs> Dave just spoke to me. But no, nah, I think Sunday was the first first time I've actually driven into the box. Mm. But hopefully tomorrow night there's a few more. And yeah, throughout the season, start attacking more. It's not a position I envy because uh, it requires quite a bit of fitness yes, to get up and down. You know, everyone wants to attack, everyone wants to go forward, but as a fullback, it's probably easier to just stay on halfway <laughs> and, and think, oh, I'll just conserve my energy for the defensive part of the game. That's, yeah. But that that's the way you want to play, right? The attacking football that, that Dan's trying to implement is, is getting those those fullbacks involved in the attack. Yeah, that's that's that that is the way Dan wants to play. So he always wants that overlapping run and yeah, I'd, I guess you have to pick pick your moments and attack when you see it's on and mm. hold when you know it's not. But, yeah, sometimes you just need that rest. And sometimes I'll sit at halfway and then Tin will start screaming at me, push up, push up, your play, look where your player is. But sometimes I'm just, I'm just sitting there because I just need to breathe, get catch mm. my breath. But, yeah, um, it is a demanding position, but it is what it is. If you, if you want game time, you've got to mm. adapt to where Dan um, puts you and, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Any any position where you're playing is a exactly. good position, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So tomorrow night against Redbacks, you've had some good good contests with them uh, over the over the seasons. Uh, you must be pretty confident with the way the team's played so far this year and the amount of goals you've scored. Yeah, I think especially after last night's training session, um, 
we are confident going into tomorrow night and hopefully we do put put away a few goals. Um, I think I think we could do with a few goals and mm. a lot of a lot of girls in the team like Haley. Haley can can use a few. I know she's she wants to put a few away. Hopefully she gets going tomorrow night and yeah, it'll be good to to get a, a good win tomorrow night. Well, I can vouch for the entertainment value and certainly the drama of watching the women on the weekend, even if it's a bit more dramatic than you would have liked. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just really implore people to get down because, you know, Friday night, there's no competing men's fixture. So there's no really no reason to uh, to miss it no. because, you know, last week, you know, orthodox stuff, it's always going to be a bit tough to get people down on uh, on that Sunday. But it's a nice tune-up, nice warm-up for, for the main event tomorrow night, right? Yeah, exactly. There's, there's no reason to miss it tomorrow night. 6.30 for the reserves and 8.30 for the seniors. So, yeah, everyone out, needs to get down. Out on the main pitch again. Out on the main pitch. Our first Friday night home game. So, yeah, you can't miss it. Get down, get a kabapi roll and enjoy these women play their, play their stuff because... It is, it is something to see, and you're chasing some, uh, some major honours at the end of the season if all goes well. We are, we are. That's, that's the target. Do you think about it, or do you just one game at a time, no, not uh, even thinking about it? I don't think about it. I, I think Dan thinks about it. Mm. I don't think he thinks about much else, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. It's just soccer, soccer, soccer. But, yeah, no, we are, we are pushing for it, and I think – we have set ourselves up in a, a really good position to to make it that fast. But, yeah, I guess we've got to wait till end of the season, see what comes. But all's looking well from now. Friday Night Football, loves. Thanks so much for coming in and uh, good luck tomorrow night Thank under you. the lights. Thank you. Get excited, people. We're going to go to a break here on the Lions Den and we're going to be talking to Juniors Coordinator Gordana Kolevsky on the other side and we've got Chris, Chris Sturjovsky coming in uh, who's a legendary pass player that I'm sure everybody knows a lot about but he's also gone through some things in the last few years that I think, yeah, really important to discuss. It's amazing and quite inspiring story what he's been through. So we're, we're going to talk to him on the other side of this break. You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Lion's Den here on FNR Football Nation Radio and on the Preston Lions Facebook page. I'm Josh Parrish and I'm delighted to be joined by a club legend, Chris Dejovsky. Welcome to The Lion's Den, mate. Good to be here. Great to be here. It's fantastic to have you on. Uh, we've had your brother on before. Uh, you two growing up together, playing for, for Preston Junior. Oh, he's no good. No, he can't, he can't play football. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he's no good. No? <laughs> I heard he'd had a decent left foot. No, no. You know what? We're two different different players. People always com- compare us, but uh, we're two totally different players. He was more on a you know, skillful side of mm. it, whereas I was more on, um, you know, attacking and speed. So, um, you know, in that comparison, we're just, yeah, totally two different players, yeah. I want to take you back to your earliest memories yep. of Preston. Yep. What springs to mind? Uh, that pitch where now we, well, that's a pitch before it used to be a car park. Was the first training session. I think I was about seven years old. Mud up to here. Um, <laughs> got a touch of the ball once, I think, and then spent half the time looking for the ball that was buried underneath the mud. So yeah, that was my first um, uh, first experience here and uh, ever. <laughs> Ever since then, I, you know what? Even though I went overseas and you know, um, you know, went to the national league for a while, um, this was always home. 
this was always home. How did you end up playing juniors at Preston? Was it your family who yeah, had a connection yeah, yeah. to the club? It was, yeah, it was actually my dad. My dad was also is a well a life member and a, and a member of the club for you know for the last you know, seventy five years, 80, 80 odd years. So um, yeah, it was it was a big inspiration for me and uh, for my brother as well. Um, I mean, he was he was an ex soccer player as well, not for this club, but coming from overseas. So he had a lot of influence in our um, in our career, and um, this was the only club he took us to. There was no other, um, you know, there was no other junior club out there for us. It was just this, so that's it. Yeah. It was predestined, right? That was it, yeah. And um, you had no chance of moving to another club as a junior. So yeah. What was, was it? What was it like being here back then? Is it is the club? I mean, the club we've seen change so much in terms of infrastructure, but is the the culture and the feeling of Do being you know here what? still the same? I was too young to actually understand what it means and and what people actually. Mm to make it all work and in the last um, you know five six years thank lord that for, for these people I mean the president the vice president then um, all the helpers have just made it work it's just um, it's just brilliant to be here uh, it's it's a uh, you know I, I, I still come here and, and, and take a deep breath and walk around the grounds mm-hmm. and, and still can't take it in and and, and understand that what, what these people have, have done so full credit I mean I mean I can't thank them enough but it all comes down even comes down to, to our um well, junior canteen yeah. uh, uh, coordinator and Zoki, who is the, the 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 first team's team manager, Monday to Sunday, whole family. I mean, that's yeah. um, you know that 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 says it all. That says it all. And um, yeah, so full thanks from, like I said, from the team manager first grade to everyone involved. What can I say? It's just been brilliant. Well, there's your shout out for the week, Zoki. He'll be watching this later when he gets home. Hi, Zoc. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's fast forward to, uh, I think it was your first team debut. There was a famous game at Port Melbourne that I've been told to ask yes, you about. Yes, yes, that was um, that was in 94. That was, um, well, senior football there. We were in the Premier League, which was the highest league yep. Preston was in. And, um, yeah, I was fortunate to be part of the, 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 the winning um, winning team and I was fortunate enough to get to that game. So, um, yeah. Ended up let's, getting, let's, okay, we've glossed over that way too quickly. Tell me what the feeling was, if what you remember about being called off the bench by the coach. Was Peter Ollerton back Peter then? Peter Ollerton, that's right, yeah. Yep, there we yep. go. When he called your name, and it was a pretty significant win that day. Well, actually, what happened was also, I was at the Institute of Sport at the time. Yeah. Every um, training session from then, from the Institute, I would come here and watch the first graders. Uh, there was a bit of an argument that happened on the Thursday night prior to the game. This was two weeks prior to mm-hmm. the final. And um, he turned around to me and he said, you got your boots? And I said, yeah. He said, do you want to have a training session? And I said, yes. So that was on the Thursday. By Friday, named the team and got me in the squad for that Sunday. I was against Bulleen here. So we had to win that semi-final to play into the final. So uh, played that game, ended up winning on penalties, got us to the final, and he started me on the final. So um, that was, uh, yeah, I, I still can't believe that till this day <laughs> that happened. You know, it was within 24 hours and a week after that I was um, playing, um, you know, for the grand final for, for Preston Lions Football Club. And at that time we hadn't won anything for about 15 or 16 mm. years, I think. Nothing had, um, you know, come into the club. So it was a very, very important championship both for myself, well, for myself to, to, to expel on my footballing career and also for the club. So it was, uh, it was something that, that, you know, I'll never forget mm. and it's always in my memory. Yeah. Do you remember the goals that you scored? I do. I cried after the first one and cried after the second <laughs> one. I think there's footage after it. Um, Can you describe them to us, what your memory of that? Well, it was, only, uh, it was just the second half started. I think we, we, we ended up going 1-0 uh, 
first 15 minutes, Jerry McAleer had scored. So I went in at half time at uh, 1-0, come out, and it was the first 10 minutes of the second half. It was a loose ball, so I think I got it from a little bit, little bit, uh, little bit in front of the center line actually. So I've ran it. I've, I've ran it a good, um, you know, 40, 40, 40 odd meters. Beat one player and ended up beating the keeper to um, make that two nil. And then um, straight after that, it was a, it was, it was a corner miss kick by them. I happened to be in the box, and it was just um, one touch turn that finished that off as well. So that was the game basically. I mean, yeah. that's incredible. <laughs> like <laughs> your first goals for the club. Yeah, we're in yeah. a grand we're in a final. Grand final, I ended up winning it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just bonkers. No, like yeah, it mustn't yeah. have sunk in at that point. I mean, you no, said you cried. No, well, yeah, I, I, I was. I was you I might have been it. totally overwhelmed. Well, that's what happened. So I couldn't believe it because we had we had we had the likes of Sean Lane playing. Philip Trinidad was in goals. Mm. Adrian Pend. I mean, these were all um, you know players I looked up to as a uh, was still looking up to mm. as then even then you know and our you know. Playing with them was one thing, but winning the championship with them and then, you know, celebrating with them was just, you know, overwhelming. And then the phone calls just, you know, that night phone calls were just crazy. It was all the clubs for the National League, so we didn't know where to go. It was Maconi calling, I remember. It was um, Wollongong Wolves, which I ended up... So how old were you at this point? Uh, eight, 19. 19. 19, yeah. And 19. suddenly you've got all these NSL teams wanting yeah, to and, and I, I, sign I, you I after still, a couple I, of games. Well, I hadn't ever made peace of what happened that Sunday afternoon, <laughs> let alone to, to, to figure <laughs> out what do I do next. Yeah, so like I said, just bombarded with phone calls and um, you know, I, 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 I turned to well, Peter Olleran at that time and, 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 and he was a great help with, with organising, you know, where to go and how to do it and all that. He was involved with some... Um, Managers at the time, which um, also you know, led, led mm. me on the right path. So, um, you know, I, I really appreciate what Peter Ollard had done for me that time. So, it, yeah, really, really good. So, yeah. he was that kind of mentoring presence for yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely, that, absolutely. That crazy well, he was the first well, yeah, overnight well, yeah, sensation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, you picked me up at a training session after my um, after the institute here and said, "Put your boots on, you come for for a session." So I did that training session on Thursday. Friday was the next session where he's um, named the squad. He's put me in the squad. And I've started on that Sunday for the semi-finals. Like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> what a roller coaster! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was at, you know, like I said, um, you know, I've been, uh, yeah, I've been overseas and I played national league, but. Um, for some reason, the the mind was always here. Mm-hmm. The mind was always here. I know the club had you know fallen down on you know uh, and wasn't you know the best with juniors and all that. And like I said, the 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 amount of juniors we have here and the amount of work mm-hmm. that's gone through. And the pavilion, and to bring the club back basically on the map, like I said, I can't thank the guys enough. Can't thank the guys enough. It's just been brilliant. Yeah. Playing and with and, and competing against your your brother as a kid, how big a factor was that in your career? You know what? Um, he was well. He was he was one year younger. One year younger played one year younger, and um, it was always it was always who scored the most goals come that Sunday. So um, <laughs> yeah, that was the biggest. Talking point, yeah. Know who played well and who set up who. It's how many did you get? How many did, you, did I get? That was basically <laughs> the competition between me and him growing up. Yeah. So um, yeah, and and it was good because it kept us uh, it kept us on the ball, kept us um, you know it was a little miniature competition, World mm. Cup if you want to call it, going on. Because you the, can't the let Zidowski your younger game. brother be you. Well, that, well, that that was the thing. So like I said, the 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 the, the ego was always there to mm. beat him. And vice versa, same, same, same goes with him. You know, he, he would always brag when he would, um, you know, get the one extra, or you know, if he had a, if he had started, or I'd been bench for some reason, and he would go on about that till, you know, till the following Sunday. So, um, yeah, 
So a lot, lot going home at home. And it was always soccer. There was nothing but soccer, you know. So, so you made that fairy tale start in the grand final, scored two goals. Now you've got every club in the country calling you. Yep. Where did you Where did you decide to go? Where, where I ended up live? going with uh, David Ratcliffe at Wollongong Wolves. Mm. Uh, I spent um, three seasons, so three years with the Wolves, and in the last season um, was when I got uh, an offer, an offer from a from an agent, from a manager that had seen me at the Wolves that said that he had some clubs for me overseas. Now one was in Switzerland. The first one was in mm-hmm. Switzerland, was Grasshoppers. Um, and that was with um, Matt Gilday and that was Peter Olleran's clan. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, prior to me going overseas, the National League had finished, but Peter Olleran was coach of Bulleen at the time. So um, Preston was in that same league, yep. but I actually, the, well, Preston was, you know, Dawn Wells, Zaki Trachevsky, I think, was coach at the time. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't even want to come here well, to interrupt or anything like that. I knew I was going overseas, so um, I ended up going to Bulleen, yeah? Mm-hmm. So I ended up signing with Bulleen, um, and the whole plan was to send me to Grasshopper Zurich over in Switzerland yep. through Peter Oller and, and, and his clan. And somewhere along the line, I get another phone call, and it was a German agent that said, do you want to come to um, Borussia, uh, Tennis Borussia over in mm-hmm. Berlin? And now that was, uh, well, that was mind-blowing because, I mean, you know, from, you know, Switzerland, all of a sudden now Germany, yeah? Germany being the bigger footballing nation, well, of course, you know, I said, well, you know, Germany. And I had support because my brother was there at the time as well. Yep. So I thought, you know what, I can just bunk in with him and see what happens. So um, then there was a figure that the Germans were willing to pay. But at that time, I'd been at uh, Bulleen. So my plan was then, I don't want Bulleen to get the transfer fee. Preston need this transfer fee. <laughs> so I signed back to... <laughs> So I left Bulleen, signed, signed with Preston for about a week. Uh, Did you play? No, just, just, so, just, no just signed over. Just, just for the paperwork? Over. Just okay. for the paperwork. I was, then, I was then officially a Preston player, so the transfer fee that the Germans played came to Preston. <laughs> Bulleen weren't very happy. I got booed. <laughs> I still get booed walking to that grandstand, but anyway, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic. I mean, yeah. well, I, that was – not anyone who asked you to do that, or was that just what you came up with? That's what I came up with, yeah. So yeah. it wasn't someone from yeah. the club calling you and saying, "Please, no, you know, Sturge, no, we uh, need this." No, I, I had to, I had to do that, and it was, um, it was. Well, in my mind, I said, "You know what? If it's, uh, if it's time to return something to the club that made me, well, this is the time. This is the time to do it." And I wish others out there listening, uh, mm. you know, come back, you know, ex players and all that, and 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 give something back to the club. I mean, this club made us has made a lot, a lot of players and I just wish to see a lot more familiar faces coming into the grounds now. I mean, um, you know, the club deserves yeah. every single support out there, you know, whether ex-players or supporters in general, juniors that want to start their footballing um, career. It's the place to be. It's the place to be with the new TD, especially in place now, Jifco. I mean, you know, juniors cannot go wrong, basically. So <laughs> to every junior out there that is looking for a club or is not happy in the current club, Please come to the Lions because you know what? It's it's worth your while. It's definitely worth your while. Oh. Absolutely. I mean, that that transfer fee was that. I guess in your mind, you know, repayment for what Preston did. To, well, yeah, did yeah, for you yes, because yes, you know you, yes. you had such a, a spectacular but such a brief stint actually playing for the team the first. Well, time. that's what, well. Look, I was young, so um, 
coaching or, or me being part of a, of a committee for the club never crossed my mind. I didn't even know what a committee mm. member was then or, 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 you know, so um, – but I did know that, you know, uh, this, this, you know, transfer fee could, could mean a lot to the club and it's just something that I could um, get off my shoulders as an ex-player and, and basically a thank you for, um, you know, making me who I was. So, wow. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, you've cemented your uh, your immortality with the supporters with that gesture. <laughs> Off to Berlin to play with your brother at uh, yep. Tennis Borussia. Tennis what Borussia. was that experience like? Oh, f- uh, something that I'd never, never um, expected. I mean, I'd speak to my brother on a regular bra- basis and he would tell me, um, oh, it's like this, it's like this, it's like this. But uh, my biggest shock was, you know, going from twice a week training in a game here mm. to twice a day to two games uh, 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 during in the week. I remember British was telling us when he was on the show that you would have a session in the morning yep. and then the yep. bus would come to take yep. you to the language classes. That's right, yeah. The German yep. classes. Yep. And then yep. you'd come back and train in the... So it was just flat it, out. It all, was full. It was full out. You saw like four years there, I, I, I dreamt of grass. I saw green. <laughs> it was only green. That's it. You know, you'd go out, you know. You know, to a, to a birthday party and all that, but um, you've got you know you've got you've got the ground, mm. you've got your players, you've got you know that that's you know for that the Germans are you know I'd call them crazy if you if you yeah. ask me it's just um full on when there have been robots at the end if you think about it we were I actually mean, robots because I was going to ask you about living in Berlin and the city and the life and everything but you, you know you were so wholly consumed by well football. that was brilliant but we didn't get to see much because <laughs> you're either knackered from training or you're on the bus going to a game or. This championship, well, that's it. So, so we're always on the move, and they're always on top of you. You know, you couldn't go and get Maccas when you wanted to. Yeah. There was a set menu that you had to eat. So, um, I wasn't happy about that. But anyway, yeah, it was just, um, it was just full on something mm. that I never would have imagined. And I, you know what? And I don't think, I don't think it's done around other clubs. I haven't been like to another European, yeah. but I don't think it's actually done uh, as 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 well as strict and as you know that precise as, regimented, as the Germans. Yeah. But then again, if you ever look every World Cup, they're the second or playing the World Cup champions. So, so that says that's, right. that, that says it all, you know, in regards to, to, to you know to the German mentality and their football. So um, yeah. So was. I mean, at the end of that four-year spell, you said, did you burn out at the end of that with all that, no. the intensity of it, or no, did you just relish it? No, it's just, well, it's I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at our first first grade now with um, the physios there and with the. Um, I mean, of support they've got in regards to recovery and their ice baths mm. and and whatnot. It's 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 basically heading to what to what I had you know yeah twenty five years ago. So um, the club is actually uh, you know like I said, doing brilliant with 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 the recovery and the amount of physios and you know the the the, the maintenance of the of, of the first grade to get them ready week in week out. Is, mm. is phenomenal. It's giving me flashbacks of what what I was going through in regards to, like I said, the physios and and the recovery. And all. It, it was all there, and you know what? The seniors have all got it here. They've got it here. You know. So. Yeah. So what did the rest of your career hold after after Germany? You know what? I was um well I was I was, I was fortunate because I met my wife over there as well. So yeah. I brought her down and um, happily married. Yeah. So uh, shout out to the wife. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to hear about it when I get home. So um, yeah, so I was, I was I was lucky in that sense as well. So I met my wife, and um, yeah, she ended up coming here, and um, you know, full support on our of the club. I've got two kids that are playing with the club, and um, mentioning about you know which club you're going to go to. I, I sometimes just for a, you know just for a laugh, I suppose you know, would you be interested in changing clubs? I don't have an answer. So that, I know the answer to that. It's no chance. So um, you know, they they've also you know. 
taste of the water of this club and we'll be here, you know, hopefully for a very long time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I reckon we'll take a short break sure. here on the Lions Den, but more with Chris Jajowski on the other side. You're listening to the Lions Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. Here with Chris Sturjovsky, and we've got your daughter joining us now as well. Emma, welcome. Yeah. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> I'll say hello to all the Preston fans and all your friends who Hi. might be watching. So you're playing under 14s, are you? Yeah. How do you like playing for Preston? Um, I love it. Yeah? Why do you, why do you love, love it? I mean, you don't have much choice with your dad forcing you to come here. Because <laughs> um, I like playing soccer and this is like the best club. The best club. Why is it the best club? Um, I've taught her well. Yeah. You know, that's the right answer, by the way. You're 100% so far. You're acing it. Um, because, like, I know lots of people here and I've been at this club for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. it it's feels like home. It's right? home. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. home. That's it. And that's, that's, what, that's what these uh, – the late – well, the, the, the new committee members in the last six years have created. That's what they've created. That's um, you know another, like I said, another big plus for them. You know, it's a you know a, a homely atmosphere. It's a, you know you, you walk through the gates, you're home. Everybody, everybody's how do I say, it? caring and welcoming, and and, and mm. everyone, everyone's always happy at this club. You know, there's never there's never a dull moment. You know, going through the juniors, even when you know to, to the first grade with the new pavilion. Now, I mean, you know, people on cloud nine, it's just amazing, unbelievable. I understand you get down to, to watch the first team quite often. Don't miss a game. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think of the team at the moment? You know what? Like I said, um, the, the, great. Everything's great. Uh, from Luatsevsky to Kapaus and Sasha Grinovsky as well here. I mean, they've got, they've got the guys to, um, to do it. And I believe that they will do it. Like they mm. have proven you know, in previous years. Um, the team is, is you know, it's a great bunch of boys and, um, you know, the results will come. With the hard work, the results will come. But um, so far, great job. I mean, um, yeah, no, no, no complaints there. I mean, um, they're playing good football um, and they definitely should be, you know, the players should consider themselves lucky because the club and all three coaches now have just pr- provided the best. Best of the best for them in regards to oh, even go, you know, new dress rooms and pavilions and, and you know it's um it means a lot to a player you know yeah. it means a lot when, when you know when you when, when you see you know your hierarchy working and doing everything you know to, to 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 get that team where we want it to be I mean that's that they should look at that as a big plus and be very um you know uh, very thankful of that so um all they got to do is uh, play and win that's it the rest is all provided for them so. I like asking the, the past players, you know, about their their favourite players to watch now, because it's sometimes I think it reveals something about yourself and your own playing history, the players that you kind of identify with and like, okay, to, like yeah, to see yeah, in the sure, first team, sure, like sure. players that that you watch and go, yeah, that's you know that's the kind of player I was, or that's the kind of player I like to watch. Connor, Connor, I watch a lot. Yeah, there Connor you go. Davies. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Matt and um, Big H at the back, he just reminds me of. Um, uh, just, just, just our old stoppers. Uh, yeah. You know, love of the club. You know, we'll, 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 we'll drop everything on that ground for the ninety minutes, and it's just um, brilliant, brilliant to see. Yeah, so it's uh, those, those three are my um, uh, openers. You got Stambuljiev as well. You know, an yeah. ex-European player that you know that, that, that's come back here. Thanks for that. You know, rather than going to another club. So um, yeah, basically all the boys, all the senior boys are, are, are great. I mean, I, I, I see them like I said. 
every training session and, and, and all that. And um, I can see they're happy. I can see they're happy, you know, and it, and it shows in the park. It shows in the park. So um, full credit to the coaching staff and, um, you know, the first graders. So uh, well done, Absolutely. keep it up. Do you uh, bring Emma down to watch every now yeah, and again? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. She's at every home game. Um, uh, when it's yeah, when, when we can go away, we also go to the away games. But, um, yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's very keen and she's doing all right. She's um, you know, coming up the ranks as she should. Um, good bunch of girls over, over, over in the side. Um, good coach as well. Mel Garcia is, um, is, is oh, their excellent. coach. Yeah, so she's, um, you know... In a short period of time, has again done wonders with them and all that. It's a good little team um, atmosphere that they got, and they're, they're enjoying it. They're enjoying every minute of it. Emma, it must be pretty cool to have one of the senior women's players as your coach. Yeah. Mel Garcia, what's she like? Um, she's really good. Yeah, really nice. She's a really lovely person, isn't she? Like yeah. I've met her, and she just it's very warm and like and caring person, right? Yeah. What's the training session like with with Mel? What did, what does she usually get you to do? Um, so, like, she gets us to go for a lap for, like, the warm-up and then she gives us, like, different things to do and sometimes we have, like, rotations and then we end in games. Yeah, nice one. So, have you uh, seen her play much for the senior women's team? Um, I haven't watched a game yet, but I will, like, I, I want to watch her play a game. Yeah, she scored a last-minute equaliser on the weekend. There you go. She so got three, three la- uh, the week before. Yeah. Got a hat-trick the week before. She's so, yeah, she's... Uh, She's doing pretty well. Coming like a house on fire. Yeah, well done. What's What's your team like? Um, they're good, yeah. and um, we lost last week, but we've been winning like some games. Nice. And what position do you play? Um, normally midfield, but I can also do striker. Yeah, be like your bit like your dad. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've been told you're a, you're a left footer. Is that right? No. Oh, okay. Well, I've been told incorrectly then. I'm a left footer. You're a left yeah, I'm a left footer. footer, yeah. I'm a left footer. But She's a right footer, but um, I've been well, I've been getting it to start using the left foot. There you go. Because it's always um, you know, a better choice, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. The other thing I was told, so I'm not sure if this information is correct now, but uh, that you like to dribble with the ball a lot? Yeah. Yeah, is that the kind of style you like to play? You like to take people on and... Yeah. It's fun, isn't it, when you beat... But when you when you get past players with the ball, yeah, absolutely. Providing providing you get back once you lose it. Providing you lose it and you chase it back, then you can go for a bit of a bit of a drill. <laughs> What's your dad like when he, uh, you know, after a game? Is he giving you tips? Yeah. Yeah. What a lot of What's the car ride home like? Um, when he- they win. No, good for <laughs> when they win, good for everyone. When they lose, sometimes she's got to go with, with, with the neighbour's car because I don't know what's going to happen in the car. So, yeah, uh, very <laughs> frustrating when they lose. <laughs> Your dad's pretty passionate about the game, though, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, you know, he's, he, does he tell you about his career at all, his playing history? Mm, not really. Not really? You don't, you don't uh, regale the, the kids with stories? You know what? No. Um, I will sometimes uh, make an example of it. For example, you know, them you know, winning an important game and then, um, you know, uh, doing the right thing and, and always being at your best because you don't know who's watching. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's click of the fingers for someone to say, all right, you know, that's him or that's her. We need them. And, and you're off. That's all it takes. So... Um, from them and from her, what, what I'm expecting is 100% at all times, whether it's game, whether it's training. You've got you to put the work in. You've got to put the work in. 
you know what, you get, we had a lot of players coming through the club that were, you know, great talented players, but, um, you know, never, never, never got to the next level because um, they were lazy, mm. you know, whether it was the training or, you know, um, but a lot of potential, a lot of potential players. So um, I don't want that happening, well, to them and, and to, to none of the juniors because you definitely got to put the hard work in. I mean, the coaches are definitely out there. Um, I can see uh, Mr. Nick Kukulevsky, the way he's working with the 14s, he's, he's actually uh, an ex-player and yep. he, he win the same team and won the championship. And I, you know, I see him, I see him uh, working with the kids and it's just, um, it's just brilliant to watch, you know. And there's a lot many like him, you know, that have come back to the club that, uh, that actually, you know, put in a lot of work, work in. Um, Zhivka, for example, our TD, um, well, I've been here now for 10 years and the first time... She started, he was actually, Zivko was actually her coach. Right. right. And it's been 10 years later and now he's TD of the club. I mean, couldn't have asked for a better person, a passionate person, and at the end of the day, knows what he's doing. So, like I said, the juniors are in um, great hands in regards to um, him developing players. And he will. He will definitely develop players. That's, that's, that's a guarantee. That's guaranteed. Yeah, so... Chris, one thing I did want to talk to you about, and it's so amazing to see you in, you know, such good health and good spirits because you've been through it in the past few years, haven't you? I have. I have, yeah. I was very, very unfortunate to come back from work early hours of the morning and uh, got into a head-on collision with a taxi driver that fell asleep. Oh, my God. So, um, yeah, it was, you know, 160 impact, whatever, 80K thing. So um, I ended up being in hospital for a total of... Two and a half months, I think, and it was a two and a half months in um, recovery mm-hmm. at the Brunswick Recovery Centre. So, um, you know what? That was all good. But at the end of the day, like I tell others, this is actually me coming here is actually what brought me um, back and got me um, back on my feet, believe it or not. Yeah. 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 Is that what yeah. motivated you in your rehab? That's what, yeah, that's exactly. The first day I got here, I was in a wheelchair, actually, because I had to learn to walk. It was, it was, it was uh, I was in a coma as well, for my 10-day coma, I think it was. So oh um, woke up from that all good, thank God. And then, um, you know, I remember, you know, the kid that started the season and, um, yeah, I wheeled myself in in a wheelchair, you know, and um, to, to watch him, basically. And I said, well, no, nah, this, this, I've got to get rid of this. I've got to, I've got to get back on my feet, you know. <laughs> I've got to get back on my feet. Kids need to, need to see that and, um, you know, I need to do it for myself. So, um, yeah, if... Um, Again, if there's anyone to, to, to thank, it'll be these people in this club. I mean, um, the care, the, 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 the amount of um, people that come up to me mm. during that spell and asking me whether I was all right and, 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 you know, willing me to a certain position on the ground and all that. It was just, uh, it was just phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Like I said, I can't thank him enough. I can't thank him enough. It's been, um, yeah, it's been a real, you know, real turnover for the club as a whole to where it was, to where it is. And just, 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 every, everything's running like clockworks. Running like clockworks, yeah. So, like I said, yeah, that, that's what basically helped me, um, you know, recover a lot quicker, I think, than, um, than I, what, what, what the time had given me to recover. So I was up on my feet in no time. And, um, yeah, again, thanks to the club. So I mean, it's incredible the way you just taking it in your stride, to be honest. You know, you've been very philosophical about it. Now. Well, you know what? Um, lucky to be here. Lucky to yeah. be here. So, um, you know what? It's, it's, uh, I'm not taking anything for, 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 for granted. You know, living life to the mm-hmm. fullest and, um, you know, enjoying every moment that I'm, you know, that I'm back alive, basically. So, um, yeah. yeah. 
Well, we're so grateful to still have you around at the club, Chris Derjovsky. Thank I'll, you so I'll much. Get used to it because I'll be around for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so great having you on, mate. Thanks Excellent. for coming. Excellent in. to be here. Well, Excellent uh, to be here. And have a great night. And uh, thanks for bringing your daughter in as well. No Emma, problem. Thank at you all. for joining us. It's okay. Good on you. Go the Lions. Go the Lions. We're going to take <laughs> a short break. We've got Gordana Kolevsky coming on on the other side. Perfect. You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Lion's Den here on FNR Football Nation Radio and on the Preston Lions Facebook page. Uh, I'm Josh Parrish. I'm delighted to be joined by Gordana Kolevsky, our juniors coordinator. Gordana, welcome to The Lion's Den. Thank you for having me. She's She's been pacing around nervously outside, uh, you know, Thank you for doing this as well. I know it was it's a little outside your comfort zone, yes. but we want to talk to you about our fabulous junior program. Uh, first of all, can you just explain what your role is and what you actually do? Yep. I'm the junior coordinator for Preston Lions. Um, uh, yeah, pretty much taking care of um, all the mini roos and junior teams from under sevens all the way to under 18s. That's a pretty big remit. There's a lot of teams in there. Yes. 21 to be exact, 21 teams. 21. Yep. And how many girls teams have we got at the moment? Uh, we've got four girls teams. So it's growing, isn't it? Yep. We've seen yep. junior girls participation shoot up at the club in the past few years. Yes, definitely. And we're very proud of that. Um, so, yeah, any new girl interests, we just try and get them in as, as much as we can. Um, and there's been a few new inquiries that are almost even on a waiting list because our teams are so full. So if throughout the season there's an opportunity of um, mm -hmm. enrolling another team, we may even look into that. That's fantastic yep. that we've got so much interest in it. Yep. I mean, how long have you been involved with the club? Um, I would say the past three to four years. Mm -hmm. um, yep. In the last two years on and off with COVID. Uh, being involved, but um, yeah, this year hopefully it's an uninterrupted year. Mm. And we can get the, a smooth season. So w what's motivated you to come down and, and help out? I know your, your husband is, you know, the, the TD and the reserves coach, so it's hard yep. to get away from it. Yep. But you've chosen yep. to go all in and, you yep. know, Preston is a huge part of your life. Yeah. Well, he's been very heavily involved in um, here at Preston, I would say, for maybe even over eight years, maybe even mm. close to ten years. Um and he's constantly here, so... It's the only um, way you were going to see your husband, is that why? In some ways, okay, but fair enough. now that the kids um, <laughs> have grown up a little bit, they're both enrolled in the junior program. I've got a daughter in the under sevens and my son's in the under tens. So they're here, so it's a family outing <laughs> pretty much every day of the week. And the, what excites you about the club? What do you enjoy about being, being here? Um, I just love... Meeting new people, families, um, just feels like, you know, um, everyone's, you know, your friends. Mm. Um, yeah, just like meeting new people, the social aspect, the kids making new friends and forming friendships. Fantastic. Yeah. It feel, that's what Chris was saying earlier, it feels like home, doesn't it? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, we all look out for each other, whether it's, you know, parents um, or the kids, um, they get really close, especially when they're in a team. And um, over the years with 
um, Jivko coaching. We've met some amazing parents um, and we've kept in contact for over 10 years and we're still in contact. So it's amazing the friendships you form at a soccer club. Absolutely. Yep. It's the, the, the community here is, yep. is second to none, I would yep. argue. So the junior program this season, kids coming back, COVID suspended campaigns, like it's it's been a huge thing to see just kids out on the pitch again. Yes, yes. And everyone, I can see it in their faces. They're all excited to play, train, uh, especially this um, just Sunday that passed. It was our first round of the season, but they have been training for two and a half months since February and they would, they've just – all the kids have been excited to play, mm. um, receive their uniforms. Um, um, yeah, so they're all excited, yeah, for be, the season. must be great to see it finally kick off. Yes. And most of the teams playing at home this weekend? Um, yep, there is a majority of the teams playing at home. About 16 teams are playing at home. So it'll be a, mm. a crowded, yeah, Sunday. What's the buzz like <laughs> on a junior match day here? Oh, it, there's heaps of people, obviously, from our team, the oppositions. Um, I, I love the location because the grounds are sort of in one place, um, centred. Mm. Everyone gathers around the canteen. Um, yeah, and everyone just pitches in to set up the the goals and posts and, yeah, all the parents get involved. Fantastic. Yep. And what's what's one of your kind of goals for the junior program this year? Um, you know, is there anything that you're aiming to to achieve or improve at the at the club um, going forward? Um, I think we just want um, all the players to enjoy themselves um, in their teams, in playing football. Um, the the coaches are you know working for their development in uh, whichever level they're mm. they're in. Um, and monitoring that closely just to improve their football skills and, um, yeah, hopefully everyone stays on. Absolutely. <laughs> For, you know, years to come. That's it. Yeah. want to create that yep. that legacy and that That's it. continuity here. Yeah. Is there anything you want to tell parents to, at, at the club, anything, any messages to send out to the people? Um, I just hope everyone's enjoying themselves. Um if we can help in any other way, we're, we're always happy to, you know, take feedback or um, help in any way. And if you want to help out as well, because we can always yeah. use more volunteers, right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs> well, it's that, about that community spirit, pitch in, help out. Our juniors, first round of the season last weekend. So yep. great to see our kids back out in the park. Yep. Gordana, thanks so much for swinging by. That's all right. Thank you. We're going to say goodnight here on the Lion's Den, but before we do, Women's first team playing at home tomorrow night, Friday night lights at Jenna Steel Stadium, 6.30pm uh, for the Resies and 8.30pm kickoff for the seniors. And then the senior men away at Epping Stadium against Whittlesea, 1pm, 3pm kickoffs. Uh, so, uh, yeah, get down and, uh, and support. And uh, it's going to be a big weekend. Yes. Can't wait. Good night. See ya. Preston, Preston, near post City, it's in, and again Warren Spink has a hand in it, Andrew Zinni scores the goal, not only are the fans winning on the terraces, the team are winning on the pitch, two goals in two minutes, 2-1 up, Preston Macedonia, and we've got an invasion on it.
steel ball for Zineski to try the spectacular. It's brilliant. Is it over the line? Yes. What's a goal from Alex Zineski?